0: Welcome to Drunk Parents. I'm Rachel. I'm Steve.
1: And our kids are in bed.
0: So we're drinking.
1: Yay! Yay.
0: Uh, Rach, what what do you got in that mug over there?
1: This is special. This is a cocktail I like to call the Dobso.
0: Okay, the Dobso.
1: Well, we had a listener, Justin Dobso, emailed the recipe and it didn't have a name. So I emailed him back and I said, this looks great, Justin Dobso. Since you didn't put a name at the top of the cocktail, we're just going to call it the Dobso. And he said, that's fine. It's four ounces of gin, which is a lot. Four
0: ounces <laughs> yes. in one? I mean, we're both drinking it. Was that we're split?
1: Bo- no, that's, we're both drinking four ounces of gin Whoa. right now. You can't even taste it.
0: No, you can't. It's
1: got four ounces of gin, four ounces of apple cider, two ounces of honey simple syrup, which is super easy to make. You just add hot water and honey and shake it up. Lime juice, a, a dash of cinnamon, And then I cut up matchstick apples and put them in there.
0: Okay. The Dobso. Thanks.
1: uh, Shout out to Justin Dobso and his wife, Liz. Yeah. They're in Florence, Kentucky. All right. Right outside of Cincinnati. Nice. Listening to us on The Drunk Parents. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for sending in the cocktail.
0: Yeah. This is great. Mm -hmm. We're drinking this tonight. Our kids are probably loopy by now on cough syrup.
1: Well, just everyone should know this is our last episode because we're all dying.
0: Well, <laughs> we're,
1: we're all dying of, of various sicknesses It's been, right a now. Really, it's been it's, bad.
0: Yeah, it's really been like the cliche week where one of the kids became sick and then one by one, it's taken out our whole family. So tonight was the first night. Actually, this was the first time we ever really gave the kids... Cough syrup. They just, they hate medicine. Mm -hmm. And every once in a while, we'd have to sneak them, you know, Tylenol if they had a bad fever. But mostly, we usually take the approach of, you know, if it's just covering up symptoms and they don't want it, as long as they can kind of fight their way through it, I I think it's actually good. Yeah. But tonight, they just, they coughed all last night. So we give them cough syrup and they were out in 10 minutes. Oh, it was amazing. Which kind of makes it tempting to use it all the time. I know. I mean, it's, it's it's wrong to drug your kids so they'll go to sleep, but I mean, it you know I guess don't ask, don't tell. Maybe
1: no. I to be fair, and we would never drug our kids. To no, be let's honest, let's get that right there. To no. be honest, we would never drug our kids. <laughs> Where, however, <where's> is going? <laughs> however, we are enjoying the effects of this cough medicine. Oh, very much. Yes, I mean you know silver linings. I
0: know there's two silver linings to your kids being sick. One is usually they get a little. Cuddlier and it gets snugglier. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of just want to sit with you on the couch and snuggle, which is adorable. Mm-hmm. And cough syrup knocks them right out at night. It's a beautiful thing So that, you know, that was most of what we did this week.
1: Yeah. I lost all my Thanksgiving weight.
0: Yeah. Hey, great. It was wonderful. already Already reset yourself. Wonderful. Moving into the next month. Mm-hmm. Before we get into anything tonight, I was kind of making notes for the episode and I found I have a bunch of sticky notes on my laptop. Like desktop, it's a mess. And I found this this piece of writing. And at first I thought I wrote it. And sometimes I write things and I don't necessarily remember that I wrote them. Mm-hmm. But the more I read this, the more I was like, oh, this is amazing. If I wrote this, oh. this is great. And then later I was like, there's no way I wrote this. And then I in, internet searched and it was it's by Calvin Coolidge. I guess I read it somewhere and I thought it was interesting. But I'm going to read it okay. because it's just a nice little motivational. Okay. It says, nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. The slogan press on has solved and always will solve the problems of the human race.
1: That's a, that's a wonderful thing. Yeah,
0: isn't that great? At first, I thought I – and I was like, oh, I believe this. That's why I kind of thought I wrote it. And I, I No way. This was Calvin Coolidge. Did you Coolidge. think you
1: blacked out and wrote – just you just start typing genius? Every
0: once in a while, I write like –
1: You do write things when you're drunk sometimes. Bits,
0: but – so nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. That I might have written. Right. So the first line, but then from there on up. But right, isn't that such just like a nice, good thought to think that – because you can control it. You can totally – I completely agree. Persistence and determination is within your – Control and I I always tell this for people who I might interview to hire that even if we don't hire them, persistence will get you so far. Mm-hmm. It will get you jobs, it will get you where you want to be. It doesn't mean it will make you, you know, the next Bill Gates, but it will carry you on in this life. So I just thought that it was it really nice...
1: will. It's a survival thing. Yeah. I think your persistence, you know, needs to have a certain amount of finesse, I will say. I've met some very persistent people who are just annoying of like course really yes. annoying persistent yes. people and you're like look yes so it it has to have like an emotional intelligence of course behind you need it.
0: to yes that's true you need to weigh it against you know annoying but
1: i for the most part i agree i've never in my life been the smartest person but i'll fight at least 25 percent harder than most people for what i want and it's gotten me a lot right i will say i mean i hung that big wreath on the side of the house yes by myself by yourself
0: this giant it's a like, huge five foot diameter
1: I had to get Christmas hold, wreath. I had to get on a ladder.
0: A 10-foot ladder. I had Nobody to, holding it. Nobody
1: holding it. The kids were inside the house. I'm outside on a ladder. and
0: I like that And you sent out a Snapchat oh, alerting <laughs> the world. I'm going to be going up on this ladder and hanging this wreath. So if you don't see another snap from me in 30, 30 minutes. I gave them 30 minutes. Call help. Send help. Yes.
1: And I send it to like 10 people that I normally am on Snapchat with and I normally right. know they like interact with me. Because it's, you know, being a mom at home, being the only adult in a house during the day, day after day, can kind of be a lonely thing. You know, you realize I could have a horrible accident and my kids could find me. They're not going to know what to do. So as I'm going up on this ladder with two nails in my mouth and a hammer, I'm thinking (laughs) and a giant wreath, I'm thinking I should tell people, you know, and I did. And I hung it up on the wall and I was shaking like the whole time I was shaking and struggling. I did it and then I got down and looked at it and I left the tag (laughs) on the wreath so I had to go get back on the ladder and climb up and get the tag off but um yeah persistence gave me that that's the reason there's a wreath on our that's great so I think that's just a
0: good lesson I love that especially during what is a very very unanimously shitty year everyone hates this year. yeah everyone hates this year I think press on it's just a good mm-hmm. bit to just internalize.
1: Yeah, I love it. I have something for people that have never sent out Christmas cards before. That group of people specifically, I have something for them to ponder right now. Okay. So if you're a family or a person. Right. And you've never sent out Christmas cards before. Yes. And you're thinking maybe this year.
0: This will be the year. Will
1: be the first year that I, you know, adult and send out Christmas cards. Yeah. Here's something you need to think about. (laughs) If you do it this year and you don't do it next year, everyone that you send a card to this year is going to think that they've fallen out of your good graces and that they no longer make the list.
0: So what you're basically saying is if you decide to do it this year, you're basically deciding that you're going to do it every year for for the rest of your life. Yeah,
1: If you once you send out... Christmas cards you have to do it every year for the rest of your life or everyone's gonna think that they're not on your list anymore and your Christmas card list is like kind of the basic list of just people in your life right like you would send it to a client so people who aren't really kind of they're friends but they're also kind of on you know the parameter the they're, they're 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 the a B and C group you know I,
0: I think part of this though might also be you being a little paranoid based on the fact that we did not send it out last year, but we had sent it out in the previous years. We did. So So uh, uh, what your concern is that last year people uh-huh. might be thinking But
1: we sent out that big Facebook post to let everyone know that we're not <laughs> right. sending it's not. But what if I had people to, didn't see that? I don't know. It was the best I could do. No,
0: I mean it was it would work for anyone who mattered.
1: I know. It's so much pressure though. Every year you have to do it. If you do it once, you have to do it every year.
0: Right. It's and a so, warning.
1: I think you should just not send out Christmas cards. Just don't do it.
0: So, are we not going to do one this no, year? No, we're
1: gonna. We have to. <laughs> we skipped a year.
0: So you're saying don't start.
1: Don't start. Right. But if now you've that never we've done started. It before, I, I strongly urge you to reconsider.
0: Just okay. Enjoy
1: your holiday. Don't worry about the cards. No one expects it from you. But once you do it, right. That's it. So now. So we have. We're doing we it. We have to figure out what we want to do for a Christmas card, and it's it's just. It's One hard. more thing.
0: I know, and it's so easy to fall into the trap of doing something completely corny and just, and just I wasn't I
1: was in Target the other day. And there was just the pack of generic Christmas cards with Santa on the front and just you open it up and it says Merry Christmas. And for a second I was like, What if we just what if I just do those?
0: I mean, there's something to be said about just not even trying to yeah. come up with like a clever photo yeah. or, you know. Well,
1: that's what my parents' generation did.
0: Yeah, they, they just... They just
1: picked up the pack and wrote them and, and went out. Now, I don't know what it is about our generation, why we think we're so goddamn special, that everything we do has to be the most special thing on the planet. Yeah, we
0: really make it hard, hard we on ourselves. make
1: it hard on ourselves. It's like, that, like we were saying, kids' birthday parties. It's like a huge thing now. Christmas it's everything. Christmas cards. Like, it's just... Everything's an opportunity for you to show who you are, which and to
0: express your creativity, which is
1: wonderful. But there's just so much pressure. It's all
0: Pinterest's fault.
1: It it is, and the internet and social media. I think that's it. You just this desire, like this need to show that your life is perfect and you're a fun, creative person. I guess maybe I'm looking at it the wrong way. Maybe I should look at it as a fun opportunity. But (laughs) it's I'm just feeling the pressure.
0: I mean, I think. It's like any time there's sort of a creative challenge. It sucks when you're trying to crack the nut. But mm-hmm. then if we do, and if we make a great product, and if we love the way the card came out, we'll be excited to to send it to everybody. Yeah. And we'll be excited about it. But right now, we don't have a great idea. And so we're a little bit like, ah.
1: Can I ask you, what's your first emotion? When you open up a card from one of your friends, and it's a really good card. Like it's funny and smart and everyone looks amazing. What's your, I you have to get the answer honestly. What's your first emotion?
0: I don't know which the first is because the two emotions happen so quickly Yeah. that I don't know which one's first.
1: So yeah, think about it. What, what's one of your first emotions?
0: One of them is, oh, yeah that person yeah. that's great nice. or look at this or like that's so funny or that and then the other one is jealousy yes if ours is not as good as that yeah of course shit. it's a competition it's
1: like, shit they're better than us yeah
0: everything i mean everything's a yeah i competition. okay i just wanted to well, make
1: sure it wasn't just me
0: it's the same thing about the people who really crush elf on the shelf you're right. like good for you but i hate you and you make me feel like a b- bad person right, right the same thing if the christmas card's great but i don't Want to have a great Christmas card idea to make anybody else feel bad. Like, I'm not at all trying to say. I
1: want to make people smile.
0: Right. So I only want to funny, do that. So maybe it's funny,
1: but we all look a little fat. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like. Oh, well,
0: after this Thanksgiving, yeah, I won't Steve have any trouble. I won't have any problem playing wow, that that's off. that's
1: a great card. But they gained a little weight this year. I like them. They just make me happy.
0: That's true because I mean when your friends are fat you're like oh they're fat but I feel so good about myself. Yeah
1: so and so we make we make them smile and we make them feel good about themselves.
0: All right. Maybe we'll consider just fat fatty fat Christmas cards. <laughs> okay, so you know how I love internet slang and yet am always way behind on it. Yes. Like how I thought Netflix and chill. Was new. Really. No, I didn't think it was new. Oh. But for a while I thought it meant just like hanging out on the couch and actually watching Netflix and relaxing. Sure. Just for a couple. But anyway. Another one I've seen probably over the last couple months, but I'm wondering if I'm like has it been around for years Mm. and I'm just Mm -hmm. now seeing Mm -hmm. it it, which is when you refer to like your partner or best friend as your ride or die, has that been around <laughs> forever? Because I love it.
1: Oh my god, Steve! I almost spit out my Dobso. I had a mouth. <laughs> I had a mouthful of cocktail. <laughs> I'm just, just fucking talking about ride or dies. Been around for a while.
0: Like years? Has it been years?
1: Yeah, yeah it's been a couple of years. Has yeah, it? Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. Because people, I just feel like it hasn't been as prevalent. Like people have been saying, "Bay." for years that's not new <laughs> just to be clear that's not new i'm not saying that's it new it's
1: just the way you said it people have been saying bay for years
0: i wanted to make sure i wanted to enunciate you did so great i'll say it actually took me a while to realize <laughs> that meant before anyone else Do i didn't know? look it up i just oh, thought yeah, it meant yeah. like hey you're, my baby no right that's it what is, I thought. actually is before but it means before anyone, anyone else. else. Yeah, sweetie. So I've been seeing that, but I've just yeah. started to see ride or die. Yeah. Like, oh, she's my ride or die. And I'm you like, oh, I love that. And I don't know. Did you look
1: into it? Did you look it up?
0: No, I didn't. This is the first time I'm bringing it up.
1: You didn't look it up on the internet? Like what it, where it came from, where it derived from, that kind of thing?
0: No. Why are you talking down to me? Have you?
1: I just, uh, I mean, I've known about this for a while, but. No, I mean.
0: <laughs> I thought maybe Don't it was a reference worry, from like bad boys. I know they said that a couple times <laughs> in that movie, which is great. <laughs> I'm gonna do a quick let's do a quick entomology search on it and see what comes up. Hang on here. Okay. All right. I got some I got some information.
1: Okay, good. What what's the So
0: got? the term Ride or die mm-hmm. chick. Apparently, that's that's the full term is ride or die okay, chick. Okay, okay. Came popular in the 1990s through rap music mm-hmm. and referred to a woman who is down with the cause. Mm-hmm. A hip hop spin on the popular mythology of Bonnie and Clyde. The ride or die chick refers to a woman who has undying loyalty for her partner and is willing to stand by them through anything, even in the face of death. Whoa. But then. <laughs> <laughs> they just give a little example. A historical example of a ride or die chick is Ava Braun because she was willing to commit suicide with her horrible boyfriend, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> if that isn't ride or die, <laughs> I don't know what is.
1: <laughs> well, they've got a point. I mean, that's pretty ride or die. That
0: is not probably what. Like, other I, examples are like, was fighting in the store, and my girl was a ride or die chick. Like, I guess she backed him up or Christine is my ride or die chick for life. But I just like the idea of like Adolf being like, yo, Ava.
1: <laughs> yo, Ava, come here. We got to do this.
0: We got to kill ourselves. <laughs> you're my ride or die.
1: And she's like, all right, cool. Question for you. Yeah. Am I a ride or die? Yeah, yeah. you're
0: my ride or die. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean you you would stand by me, I think. Yeah. Through thick or thin. Good yeah. Bad. Shit goes down. Oh, I you're down for the
1: cause. I'm down for the cause. I think I I think I probably put us in more danger
0: than you do though. Probably.
1: <laughs> I think if anything, you're the rider or die.
0: I am the ride or die. I'm the ride or die side bitch <laughs> yeah. while you're out gallivanting. Yes. Wow. Good to know.
1: Wow, Steve, this is great. I'm so I'm so glad your world is opening up. You're learning new things. Ride it's or a beautiful die. thing to see your little brain expand. <laughs> so just then, as as we were talking about "ride or dies," and you said "bay," and I made fun of your enunciation, I, it reminded me. I have a friend who started listening to the podcast. Okay. And she says, "Steve's voice—he's got a panty dropper voice." <laughs> I had never realized that before,
0: but I guess I did not either.
1: Well, y- 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 well, you're—you
0: do this. I've done some voiceover work. Sure, pro- yes.
1: you've done it professionally, which is hilarious. But I just think it's—it's it's funny. People who know you. And talk to you all the time. I don't think they realize until your voice is isolated that it's kind of sexy. No, no, they have no idea.
0: <laughs> they have absolutely no idea. No. But it
1: was funny when you were doing some voiceover work. I would uh, hear your voice randomly. You've done a couple of things that have been on the radio. And yeah, TV so I, I, and... I'll do
0: it for Century Twenty One, right? Real estate. Yeah. I, I do the voice for their commercials. Um,
1: it always catches me off guard because I'll I'll be driving in the car or at the gym, and all of a sudden I'll hear your voice go smarter, bolder, faster. Century
0: Twenty One, and your panties just fly I, right I mean, off. It's
1: just like instant. My panties <laughs> fly right off my body. It's amazing. <laughs>
0: I'm guessing you like know right away though. Like whenever you hear my voice, oh, you probably absolutely. just think it's I'm, just I'm like, weird in the that it's, Yeah,
1: it's just weird that, yeah, that's the thing. I think you're like, um, my first instinct is, He's with me. Like, Steve, I didn't I didn't know Steve was here. And then it's, I realize it's your voiceover work.
0: No, I mean, obviously that's extremely flattering to hear. I mean, like everybody else, I hate my own voice, you know? But I, you well, you I do. I did. I guess I'm. Um, I'm used to it. So most people will say they hate their own voice. Mm-hmm. And I did, you know, twenty years ago when I didn't hear it all the time. Most people just don't hear their voice all right, the time. Right. I'm now in a position where I hear my voice all the time. Right. So I I've become accustomed to it and now I do like it. I think it's fine. I wouldn't have described it ever as like panty dropping. <laughs> That's not an adjective I would use if I was gonna describe it, but to hear that, well, that's super. nice no, that's, that's, that's sweet. That's Maybe you nice.
1: should moonlight as a like phone sex, like
0: a female phone. Uh, do they have those? Oh,
1: they should. Can you imagine all the ladies? Can you imagine how rich we'd be?
0: Oh my! If they don't, should we? I don't know. Maybe. Can we do that?
1: Ab- absolutely. Phone sex say for women, sexy. They must. Can you say something sexy?
0: I what? Hey, how's it going? What are you wearing? I wish I was there. I don't. Now I'm freaking out. Weird. <laughs> That was, wow. Okay. We're okay. gonna, uh, we're we're gonna, gonna have, to, have to work on yeah, that. Yeah, you're gonna have to write the script <laughs> and I will read it. Oh
1: my god. Why are we doing this podcast? I, <laughs> we could be making so much money doing this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I often thought that should be another podcast. Like we could do another podcast where I just you tell me what to say and I'll just talk sexy for a half hour to women. Yes. I, I mean, is that a thing?
1: Okay, this is the last episode of Drunk Parents no, from now either on. Either because we're
0: dying or because we're, we're doing softcore phone porn for ladies. For
1: ladies. All either right. way, we'll let you know what we're doing.
0: If we're dead, we won't. But
1: if we transition into softcore audio lady porn.
0: Hopefully the ladies will join. The guys, you'll, you're shit out of luck. But yeah. yeah sorry, guys. New new avenue, Let's maybe. do it. All right. <laughs> All right. Maybe I will. Maybe, maybe I'll just do that. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I mean, just you, it'll be like Roxanne. You'll just like speak into yeah, my ear and yeah. I'll, I'll say mean, all I'll the stuff. I'll type it out for you. Like, all right, that, that'll work. <laughs> so last week, you got to hold your new niece for the first time. Yeah. And she's like two weeks old. Two weeks old. She was two weeks old. Mm-hmm. And baby Amelia, super sweet. I mean, so cute. Yeah, very, such a good baby. You
1: forget how little they are and oh, how,
0: it's incredible, how
1: their heads smell and the little sounds they make. I you know. know. Yeah, really. So sweet.
0: Yes. Now, did any part of that make you want to have a baby?
1: The first 12 hours I was there, it really, I, was taken back to when my girls were babies. Right. And it made me a little sad because I realized I'm never gonna have that again. Of
0: your own. I have
1: my niece, you know, and that's that's great. But I very quickly was able to tell myself, This is just an instinct. (laughs) Right. That your body has that makes you want to reproduce. It's not doesn't mean you want another baby. But there's something so. It's such a. It's so unfair because, you know, my sister, she's not sleeping through the night. Her husband's not sleeping through the no, night. No, they
0: look exhausted. They look as tired.
1: Fuck. Yeah, they look super tired. She's healing, you know. So it's so unfair when you're going through it, you can't appreciate the baby stage at
0: all. Right. Oh, your and point you is that try, they're not appreciating well, it now. I'm sure
1: they're trying to. I mean, they, they love her. And they seem
0: happy, they're but great they're exhausted. Parents, but yes. they're.
1: You're so exhausted, it's impossible to really enjoy it to the extent that you want to. And I think that's... I remember feeling that way with my girls and feeling guilty that this this is going to pass me by and I'm not able to enjoy it to the extent that I wish I could. Right. So, I just think that's a little unfair. It's kind of like the whole youth is wasted on the young thing. Of you course, don't realize you you're young until you're it. old yeah. and, they're, and they're like, oh man, what? why didn't I? Uh,
0: but I'm glad to hear you say that because a couple different people, like people at work, my mom, I, like a couple of people were like, oh, Rachel's going to see the new baby. Like, do you think <laughs> she's going to want one? And I'm like, well, I'm four weeks out of a vasectomy, so she better fucking not want another baby. And in my head, I was like, she doesn't, but if she does, oh, oh my God. And we got there and you seemed into it, but you weren't instantly like, oh, why can't we have another one? And no then, way. And, even I, and I got to hold her for a while and she's really sweet and I forgot the, the their little oh, baby so head smell sweet. and just is adorable and it just like but no part of me wanted they're one. They're so relaxing I to hold them. I not want you know, one like, of my own. No. See, I actually get tense when I hold oh, them. Oh, you do? Yeah, because at any minute they could cry and then I get stressed out and I remember that oh. feeling. I remember the idea of being like on constant watch mm-hmm. and when they're asleep you're like, oh, what? but how how long is it going to last? And But anyway, so... I'm no, i don't. glad to hear you don't want another one. And no. you made the comment that you're like, well, maybe if this were like Downton Abbey where I had like a <laughs> round of 24 hour yes. nurses to just the second it cried to be like, here, please take care please. of the baby. Just and then bring up it.
1: and say, dress my daughter and bring her down for tea. And then the moment she starts talking, you could be like, okay, carry
0: on. Yes. I mean, that wouldn't be raising a kid, but that would be a, that's the way to do it. That, to have yeah. A kid.
1: I mean, it's the easy way to do it. No, I, I definitely – I missed it. It made me sad that that part of my life is over. Um, but at the same time, it made me really happy that that part of my life is over, which is horrible to say. But I'm. it made me very grateful for the life that we have now. Because it's, it's not that it's easy now. We have a different set of challenges, but we're sleeping. And you tend to take sleep for granted when you get it. Oh, yeah. You know, when you're not sleeping, you're just not – it's like – Sleep deprivation is a form of torture.
0: Yes, And some countries they use it as they torture. They use it
1: as torture, and you're doing this. This is just happening when you have a kid. Yeah. So you know we're sleeping now. We have a life. We have a we have babysitters that we use, and they come over, and we don't worry about the kids because they're old enough. They're potty trained. They know how to go to bed. You know that. So I, I, it's not that we don't have concerns or worries. But life now is so much easier than it used to be.
0: Totally. I mean, I think that's why you live by the mantra of if we have a third kid, we get divorced. We would. Yeah, we totally would. So I'm glad that...
1: I don't think our marriage could withstand it. I really. Yeah. I tell so, everybody that. I'm like, I don't know. People who have three kids, I think they're amazing people.
0: I don't know how, yes. I don't so, know how they're doing it. All right. I'm glad yeah, that not, it's status don't quo. don't need to
1: worry. I'm very happy about our decision. Awesome.
0: Okay, so I thought this might be funny. There's a thing going around on the internet. You've probably seen it. The headline is Wife texts husband, she brought a dog home, while the pic shows a coyote, and he seriously freaks out. And then it, there's this giant text chain between the wife and the husband over this picture of a coyote. So Rachel and I thought we would do a dramatic reading of this text conversation
1: okay here we go okay
0: so the, w- the woman starts yeah. okay
1: first is a picture of a coyote i found this cute little dog outside he doesn't have any tags or anything he's kind of scared what should i do i'm going to bring him inside he seems cold poor pup and there's a picture of the coyote on the couch next to her three-year-old son he's all scared sad face
0: I swear to God, if you bring another random animal into the goddamn house, this is a joke, right?
1: What, why are you tripping out? What am I supposed to do? See a lost dog wandering around in the backfield and not try to help it?
0: That's not a fucking dog, baby, answer your phone. That's a fucking coyote.
1: Babe, I think I know a dog when I see one.
0: Obviously fucking not put it back outside, you nut job.
1: I'm not putting it back outside, it's scared.
0: Of course it's scared, Kayla, it's a wild animal.
1: But but can I keep it?
0: Divorce. Just kidding. But no, that thing better be outside before I get home. I swear to God, woman, you are another level of crazy bringing coyotes in the house and shit. Fuck me.
1: Calm down, crazy. Whatever it is, Justin, I like him. He's sweet. I want to keep him.
0: You can't keep a coyote. Nobody does that.
1: Stop text yelling at me. You're freaking out for no reason.
0: No reason? There's a coyote in my house and my lady is acting like it's a chihuahua. You've lost your mind.
1: Babe. You said we could talk about getting a dog for Christmas, and then we never did. This is
0: fate. That's not a dog. Are you seriously not getting this? Do you really think that's a dog? Is this a goddamn Twilight Zone? That's obviously a coyote. (laughs) The next picture, she just sends a picture.
1: It's on the couch, just sitting up, right? It's, like, sitting up right next to her son.
0: And it says, look how cute. What the fucking fuck. (laughs) All caps. How are you mistaking this for a dog? And it doesn't look sweet. It looks pissed. Oh my God, woman. (laughs) I'm going to come home to my family eaten by a wild coyote. This is the craziest thing you've ever done. You're a freak. This is crazier than you bringing home those four ferrets at one time. And I hated those ferrets. And who gets four at once? Oh yeah, that's right. The same lady who lures a fucking coyote into our home. You're a
1: jerk. But on a more important note, he's being kind of weird. Like making this weird noise and kind of pacing. I tried petting him and making calming noises at him. But that seemed to kind of make him more mad. What do I do?
0: It sounds pissed, baby. This is insane. You listen to me, you fucking psycho lady. I love the shit out of you, despite the fact that you regularly lose your fucking mind. And I'd hate to see you or our son attacked by a coyote. If you're being serious about him pacing right now, take Ollie and go into our room and close the door. I'm on my way home.
1: Okay, babe. You're the best.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I gotta go walk into my house with a fucking pissed coyote in there and try to get it out. What the fuck? You see the shit you get us into with your goddamn animal problem? Get a grip, woman. I love you so much. What are you talking about? What's going on?
1: Baby, there's no coyote.
0: All caps. Yeah, babe, there is. I'm sorry you wanted to be a dog, but that doesn't make it so.
1: No, babe, I know that's a coyote. I'm saying it wasn't ever here in our house or on the couch. It was photoshopped.
0: All caps, I fucking hate you. (laughs) And scene. And scene. All righty. I think that about does it for this week's episode. To get in the holiday spirits, we made a Drunk Parents Spotify playlist.
1: Yes, we did. A very Drunk Parents Christmas. Right. So. On Spotify. That's right. Got some good holiday tunes on there. Look it, it
0: up. Yeah, look it up. Enjoy that. <laughs> and then uh, starting next week on Instagram and Facebook, we're going to be doing a giveaway of Drunk Parents' Favorite Things. Yes. Drunk Parents' Shopping Holiday Guide. If All you of will. our
1: favorite items.
0: Right. We're going to uh, do 12 days of that. So we're going to give away one a day. So mm-hmm. look for that on social. On uh, Instagram, you can find us at Drunk Parents. On Facebook, you can find us at Drunk Parents Podcast. If you want to catch up more in between episodes or with past episodes, you can find those at drunkparents.squarespace.com. And if you have anything you want to talk to us about, feel free to email us. Rachel, what's our email address?
1: DrunkParentsSayWhat at gmail.com.
0: That's right. So if you have more cocktail suggestions, like Mr. Dobso, Mr.
1: Dobso, man, you got us lit tonight. Yeah, we only so. needed two and that carried I'm not us. even, I'm one and a quarter down and I'm like, I'm swinging from the chandeliers over here. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. Right. Feeling pretty good right now. So we're
0: going to go finish these bad boys up. Uh, hope you have a good rest of your day and... If you like the episode and you like what you're hearing, please give us uh, a rating or a comment on iTunes. It would only take like two seconds. What you think. Consider it your, you know, goodwill for the holiday season. There you go. All right. So we hope uh, you join us next week for another exciting holiday episode of Drunk Parents.
1: Bye.